This podcast is brought to you by the letter C, which stands for cannabis, but not Chris. That starts with a K. That's right. You are listening to nothing other than Canisations with Chris. Welcome to another episode of Canisations with Chris. I am Chris, of course. And uh, I have a cannabis bucket list guy I have who I ain't going to say he introduced me to, but he was definitely like an avenue for me to, 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 to start doing this because, you know, I started doing voiceovers and I was trying to become a voiceover in the community and then it didn't work out and I was just trying to find my way to get in. And lo and behold, one morning I manifested it and I looked and boom, Facebook was like, hey, why don't you go meet this guy? And I went and met that guy. And this guy, like, I can't tell you, I, he's just amazing. Good energy. I wish I could have recorded everything we talked about before because me and him were really have an outstanding relationship. But I can I can keep going on about this guy. I can keep doing it, but you know, let we can we can we can talk to him. It's the man himself. And I, I like your name, man. Like it's it's so cool. The the owner of Old School Weed Company, not no not no cannabis, uh, cannabis company or nothing nothing. It's the Old School Weed Company. Just, just, uh, we thought it was just hilarious that <laughs> weed and company would be in the same. Exactly, sense. man. Weed Old School Weed Company. <laughs> it is old school. It's it's very. This has been a while for this has been around for a while, so it's old school, man. It, it's uh, it's kind of a how we came up with the the name. My wife Samantha and I were sitting around. We actually bought an old schoolhouse, uh, and I love saying yeah. off Craigslist. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, you know we're we're fifty. Uh, yeah. We're not spring chickens, if you will. And uh, so when we were thinking of uh, when we started in hemp, we were like, you know, what are we going to call this? And it just came kind of natural that we would call it old school yeah. farm. Uh, and that was, I guess that was five years ago. Uh, we started with the, with the hemp company um, and couldn't be, couldn't be more excited. Good. Because you have stuff that you're doing that I thought that was like next level. Like just when you, when we met, Oh, and by the way, sorry, I forgot. This is Brian, by the way. <laughs> we, we got the owner of Old School uh, Weed Company and just a great person. So, Brian, thank you for coming on. Before Thanks for we having get, me, Chris. Before we get into it, I'd like to let the people know what we're doing, even though we've already been in it. I'd like to let the people know what we're doing. Uh, we like to, I like to, you know, bring everybody on from seed to sale in the cannabis community in Vermont and bring them on my show to talk about what they got going on, what they've been doing and share a little background on what they do and their involvement in the community. So once again, Brian, welcome. Wow. It's, uh, it's, it's really cool to be here. <laughs> I appreciate you letting us, uh, kind of tell our story. Uh, yeah. It's a shame Samantha couldn't be here today, but she she was definitely some of the backbone behind us uh, getting started in hemp. Um, Hi, Samantha. <laughs> Hi, Samantha. <laughs> um, she, uh, you know, we we purchased this house. We we had almost six acres. It looked like it was farm fields before. Uh, a friend of mine in college, uh, Joe Veldon, seven seven leaf genetics, um, and his lovely uh, missus. Uh, had a had some seeds uh, in a in a seed business, so we kind of 
said, why not? And, you know, went in kind of small. I think we, we purchased 5,000 seeds and brokered about 2,000 and planted the rest um, and learned an awful lot mm. and took a bunch of notes, uh, went really from seed to finish to trim and uh, did really great and, and really didn't sell any. <laughs> Gave a ton of it away. Yeah. Somehow, uh, uh, and you know, the wife and the two little kids were out there uh, planting with me. It was, it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Somehow my wife let me do it a second year. And, uh, and again, it was really after the, the hemp um, boom, if you will. And although we were really proud of our flower, it was just testing a little too, a little too high for the, uh, for the state and a little too low for other things. So mm-hmm. um, we unfortunately, another year um, that we had to destroy. And then in the third year, we really, again, uh, moved from one growing style to another growing style to the third year in another way. And started experimenting um, with some greenhouse debt bed kind of idea with with some really phenomenal success. So when it was time to be a, to go for our cannabis license, it just felt really just felt natural. And so we we jumped in with both feet. And as soon as we could kind of go for it, we did. And how many plants do you what's your level of grow? We're a tier two. Tier two. So, so that means I can have uh, we have five. We have five depth beds that are roughly 2,500 square feet. And when you say depth beds, what do you? So what we've done is we've. Uh, this is my favorite. <laughs> we've adopted a bit of a, a California style of growing, which is in uh, smaller greenhouses, uh, roughly, you know, 15, 20 feet by 50. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we're able to do is we're able to get those in the ground when everybody else does. And then we're able to manipulate the environment they're in. So we pull black poly tarps over these greenhouses at uh, a certain time. And that makes the girls kind of feel like it's nighttime. So Mm -hmm. they go to sleep and they start to just through science, they start the flowering process based on that lack of sunshine. So Mm -hmm. Then, um, took us a little while, but then we figured out that we really want to pull them back again at around 9.30 at night. So our style is is very labor intensive. It's everything else and pulling tarps uh, at two different times of the day. Um, what that does is it really, uh, it really allows us to maintain the best environment. Uh, uh, they get the best sunlight on days it rains. Uh, the girls' flowers, they don't get wet. So we can really... Uh, the, Manipulate the, the environment. We really can. So that, in fact, gives us a chance to to uh, harvest harvest twice. That's crazy. Harvesting twice, like when, when you told me that, I was mind blown. Like, because I didn't know that that was a such thing. Like, I didn't know you could... I, if you really think about it, you probably could, but everybody wants their plants to get maximum height, maximum, look at this and take pictures beside it. You know, yes. everybody wants that with the huge nugs and they just keep feeding and feeding it. And, you know, they never stop it at like a foot to flower it, to get a harvest out of that one and next. So that's amazing that you do that. You know, it's, it's, it's so funny you bring that up, uh, there's so many factors in growing that you know. Of course, everybody knows it makes it so crazy. But one of the one of the pieces that that was kind of harder to figure out was number of plants in the beds. Number one, um, couldn't be too many, couldn't be too little, and number two it was uh, of course airflow. But probably the 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 you know the biggest piece of that was is how we were going to 
get a chance to try to figure out the intensity of the sunlight. That was, you know, not to start too early and not to start too late. That mm-hmm. was kind of that was really one of the biggest pieces that we kind of had to figure out along with with everything else. But it was really the timing to to maximize the strength of the sun in that beginning portion of of May. And you really don't want to be off on mm-hmm. either side by a, a week or two because as the, of course the earth tilts in the, in the in the fall the sun isn't as intense either so it's uh it's it's very cool but very tricky yeah that's what i was that was another question i had with depth growing was i guess the nug size speaking you know and don't know much about it but is the nug size different from your first grow to second grow because i would assume like there would be so much warmth and all the factors to make it what it is on the first grow and on the second is like you said it's kind of the tilt has gone shifted a little bit when you start your second grow so is there like a real a difference between the two harvests great great question that was a great part about hemp is we were really able to kind of okay this doesn't you know we gotta we gotta move it up a week we yeah. gotta move it back two days uh this should be you know we're starting starting to look at intensity and, and uv rays um and trying to find some trends within that within those within those couple of days or or week if you will mm-hmm. um no because uh, the huh. the coolest thing from from like the first round to the second round is the second round we actually put in we put in less uh, uh, plants in the second round oh. and we actually do that just to give it more space it's a little more humid in August yeah. uh, so we want the airflow to be a little a little more um, and then it's it's really kind of making sure that we restrict their growth we don't want them to grow outside of the of the of the tents how big do you let them get well if they uh in a perfect world if we vegged them to the right size uh once they go through kind of their process the the flower should be still within you know four or five inches of the top but in some occasions they just want to take off so we just kind of bend them at the stalk and kind of train them to go in another direction yeah, that's when I just learned that um, Chris Chabot, yes. he came over and was like, you should <laughs> nice. break the plants. And I was like, I'm not breaking my plants. And <laughs> sure enough, he showed me what to do and how to manipulate them. And where you're not just <laughs> breaking them, but you manipulate them to bend. Yes. Yeah, you rub them and, and it leans over and it like forms a knot. And it was it was crazy because I had the one of the plants, the one of the that grew like this, like probably about maybe six inches long. And it was all colas, you know? So it was like, oh, wow. And then I met a guy from along, uh, one of the other guys that I met in the community. He told me that he knew an old man back in the day that used to pull his plants. And he would grow, like, least amount of plants, but he would have maximum amount of colas. It was like a little... Like a like a some type of field of just little like nugs, <laughs> but, uh, especially back in the day, you know, and we we couldn't let anybody find out what we were up to. That yeah. was a phenomenal way to keep it kind of down behind your little cedar plants or or in behind an abutment. Uh, that's that is straight out in old that's, school. So you- <laughs> That's a that sounds like a city dweller, or yeah, a suburban yeah. uh, suburban grower. <laughs> hey, that's crazy. That's that it's it's. Somebody told me it's a thousand ways to grow, but none of them are wrong. The plant is really amazing. You know, yeah. uh, funny enough, the the reason, the re- one of the reasons that, you know, we started in 
really wanting to to farm uh, CBD uh, was the the health benefits. So you know, my my parents and my in laws at the time were of that of that age where you know reefer was not good and that was bad and it's a schedule one drug and you know goodness gracious this is going to make you crazy and want to do crazy things so you know talking my mom and dad and telling them you know what i was doing at first was a was a surprise but then you know they started feeling the benefits of cbd uh pain relief Um, Mm -hmm. uh, my mom for many years was on coding for instance and now all of a sudden this stuff that she rubs on her leg that you know she wouldn't dream of inhaling is now giving her a lot of relief um so super super important and, and it's so much so a part of family members that thought it was a bit odd Mm -hmm. it's a part of their natural life now whether it be a cbd thc mixture in a salve or maybe a little tincture or a a gummy just to take the edge off um it's 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 interesting how it's it's morphed if you will It, it it is because i work at a dispensary as well the demographics in there is is insane it's really insane like i didn't understand like how it could I didn't understand like the amount of older people that would come in and buy cannabis. It was so like different, you know. I know it's not on the subject, but so my mom has diabetes yeah. and she starts taking uh, this tincture CBD supplement. She calls me after about two weeks and she says, listen, I'm, I'm starting to experience some some things I'm nervous about, but I want to talk to you about them. I said, OK, help me understand. She says, I'm finding my insulin levels are are starting to go down a little bit. And so in the last week, Brian, I've started looking at my diet and when I particularly take some of this tincture and I'm noticing, you know, the effects about an hour and a half later, it's starting to mellow my diet, my, my insulin levels out a little bit. She said to the tune of at the time and under, under that particular administration, insulin was about $800 a month, if you will, for her. She was able to cut back on that a bit, oh, wow. uh, almost uh, not half, but a little over half. But it was enough for really me to think that we haven't even tapped into to the what potential. this plant has to offer. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, and as, as Vermont gained momentum in the hemp business, or I'm sorry, in, in hemp agriculture, it was easy to see that, that cannabis could be right around the corner. It is. A lot of people, I, I say that we've become bougie smokers because back in the day, we got what we got, and that's what, at least where I'm from, it was, hey, Mexican dirt, Mexican brickweed. And then it's turned into, okay, I, I need to go to sleep. I, I have a, I'm have ai a teacher. Yes. I need, I've had a bad week, or I'm a, I do construction and my back hurt. And you can come in to places like, and get what you're looking for. That pain relief, that you can get that, uh, that mental, mental calm, or if you okay, I, I gotta, I need to, I need to ramp it up. Like I need, to, I want to be chill, but I want to move. Oh, oh, we got this over here. You know what I'm saying? It's such an awesome thing, and you hit the nail on the head. Years from now, it's going to be so much more advanced because even talking about sativa and indica, right? Like that's that's more. It's more than that now. It's okay. Terpenes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm still learning about terpenes. It's it's so involved in what you like. A lot of people come in. I'm like, trust your nose, you know. And people are like, oh, I really like that. Well, that's what you should get. I'm going to get it. You know, totally. Like, it's crazy, man. Yeah, you know, I uh, so 
we, we we're in the middle of COVID. Um, my wife and I look at one another and decide, you know what? It's probably better for us. We're pushing 50. Uh, we've got a couple of children. It's probably the time to, to take alcohol out of our lives. Mm. And so we literally woke up the next day and said, okay, that's the deal. My wife just celebrated over three years of, awesome. of sobriety from Congratulations. I'm, I'm just so proud of her. I cheat from time to time, but, but nowhere to the, even close to the extent yeah. that, that we were at. But cannabis was an aid, you know, mm -hmm. cannabis, cannabis was the sleep aid. Yes. Cannabis was the, um, you know, kind of a, let's, let's pop out of the doldrums of mucking through or, or whatever it was. And let's, let's refocus somewhere else. And quite honestly, you know, the, uh, socially, everything is kind of around alcohol. So, you know, once you, once you kind of stop, there's, uh, people start to get a little, you know, they, they, they would hate to do something that would offend you. So might, you might not, you know, get invited, get invited or, yeah. or, it puts or a strain or, on relationships, you know, it's, and it's, and I never thought it would, mm -hmm. uh, but to some extent it, it did for a little while. I would say not so much now. I think everybody kind of is, is, is rolling with it. And, and of, of course, our, we have a, just an amazing group of friends, uh, to the point of, of family, but, uh, cannabis was kind of two things, an avenue to focus on and an avenue to get past uh, something that was good for us to get past in our lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, here we are going into our, our second year and we've got genetics in the, kind of got genetics in the, uh, uh, kind of in the in the dirt right now under under some lights and we're not getting bigger, Chris. We're gonna stay the same <sighs> size. We think, you know, we're really proud of our quality, but we really believe, um, we believe there's another level or two. And yeah. I think some of these uh, organic, uh, really not so much fertilizers, but enhancers and, uh, you know, just making sure we're the, on, on great schedules, a little better irrigation, uh, I thought we had great genetics last year. I think uh, this year, more of our genetics are geared more toward our climate versus some others. Um, so our flowering days will, you know, hopefully be in that 40 to 45 day range. Yeah. But, uh, you know, efficient, you know, this, yeah. is a, this is another year of, of wanting to just not get bigger so much, just, just really keep concentrating on the quality and make sure yeah. that our product is, is just is just different and, and luckily knock on wood you know our people people are happy with the with the smell the 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 taste the 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 size uh, our varieties are a little different so we're off the beaten path but you know as we as we chatted about before we got going you know the the price points are are different and are going to line up different even for next year and it'll be interesting to see how the CCB positions uh new cultivators and and how they position the different tiers and yeah. uh what they're worth you know is there is there going to be a limit is it our cap are they going to uh allow more people coming in um it'll be it'll be interesting to see yeah yeah i have i want to get somebody on from the ccb just to talk to them and you know find out their you know give their perspective because i know there's a lot of communication that gets lost or definitely translations that get interpreted 
you know, I'm not trying to bring somebody on and have a debate or anything, but just give them give them their space because I know that that it's not that many people involved in the CCB, and a lot of those people involved in the CCB aren't on have never been on this side of the tracks, if you will. So they're gonna they're not gonna view things the way we would. Or why are you doing this? It's you know you should do do it this way. Like there's really. I'm not. I don't know none of these individuals, so I'm not. You know, bad mouthing them. Sure. But I mean, no, sure. to be in like government positions, I'm not sure you can have a, a, a do a four year prison stint and then you know maybe you can and maybe some of them do, but I don't think they have. So, but you, I think you need somebody that's been on this side of the fence to be like, hey, check this out. You know, a different perspective, if you will. What a what a, what a hard job. Um, I, I equate it. I think it would be easy to get frustrated with the CCB if this was 25 years down the road and we we're mm. kind of whacking our head against those same problems. Absolutely. Um, I think that there's so many people that want to do things the right way that there's a ton of communication. And I think there's a lot of us that didn't expect some things that kind of came on a little late. Mm -hmm. uh, in some record keeping. And now there's a bit of a backlog on, on making sure that all adds up. Um, and then you have to decipher, you know, <laughs> well, whatever that is. I, I kind of look at it like this. I personally don't know the game that they have to play in mm -hmm. the, in the state house. I, yes. I don't know that. Um, uh, they're not elected officials. So I've got to kind of, I got to kind of take a look at what they're up to and, uh, if I have any questions or comments, I try to throw them in there. Um, there, and really, I gotta, I gotta. The way I'm looking at the system and the way I'm looking at other states, I'm really happy that I live in Vermont, absolutely, and, and not New York. Uh, I'm, I'm happy where we kind of are. I love some of the legislation that's coming up, um, allowing a, a tier two guy like myself to sell you genetics from the farm. We're, you know, that's, that's of course our next piece is can we, you know, our, I think we're developing some genetics that we're really excited about and they've been a couple of years in the making and we really haven't released anything. Um, but we're, we're now looking at this as how we would like to go forward and it'd be wonderful if at some point our farm could sell to the outside public as well. Um, and I don't know what that means. Uh, mm -hmm. So in the meantime, <laughs> Uh, we're, we're trying to along, uh, at the farm, we're trying to bring on events. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. we've uh, partnered up with, uh, uh, where's my buddy here? I want to make sure, uh, Lamoille Valley, uh, electric bike. Uh -huh. Um, and we are going to have electric bike tours, uh, that go from their location, the back roads kind of up to the farm and get a chance to take a look at the farm and learn about the farm a little bit, maybe uh, um, the kind of, I think the way we're getting a, around some of the, the laws or not a, a, to play by the rules, if you will, is to offer if once they purchase their ticket within that ticket will be a gift certificate to go to one of the dispensaries where we have our products at, to be able to, to purchase there beforehand, if you will. Yeah. Um, 
And then, of course, because it's a private property and uh, there's transportation afterwards, you know, there's, they're at their leisure to, to, to do as they may. But uh, excited, like, for rehearsal dinners. And, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we've got an idea of a small concert series with limited people. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're in love with the farm. It's a, it's a family atmosphere. At, it's a wonderful. It's and, and off subject. When we met, I met you because you needed help trimming. Yes. And you had the most, I don't want to say weird, unique <laughs> group of individuals yeah, sure, sure. that I was sitting in this shack with trimming. Sure, sure. And as strange as these people were, they were so awesome. And they were real, they, they, they travel a lot throughout the U.S. One guy was like, He's a bank. What do you say? What do you say uh, 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 a train robber. <laughs> He's a train. I was like, what the hell? I, I, I told my friends, I was like, look, I'm at a train robber and he's cool. But they were just, it was just being there and in like around the people and on that property. It is very nice. When I was trying to find it, I knew I was somewhere in the vicinity because of what I seen in the field. And I was like, it's got to be, and just that whole area. You can, you have a, a a a very small, luxurious property. You and with everything that you're saying, like I can just see it. So just to let you know ahead of time, yes. If you need somebody to MC any type of music series that. events, perfect. I don't know if you know anybody or have anybody in hand, but I would like <laughs> to throw my name in the pot. Perfect. I would be more than happy. To come to where it all started for me. And now I'm doing, oh, Brian. Right? I'm telling you, man. Right? <laughs> that is awesome. A bike tour that comes. And, and, and I think that's another thing that we need is community education. Like, it needs to be in a fun way. You yes. know, it, that gets people out in the nature and then it shows them, OK, while we're out here, we, you know, we know that we know what y'all want to do. But let's take you and give you the way that it, it, it got here, the way you want it. This is the way that it's here. You know what I'm saying? And coming to a what would you a growth facility or coming yeah. to your property. Yeah, I'll farm. just say the farm. Yeah, just coming to the farm. Coming to the farm, like that's a great opportunity for that learning piece. It's 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 just something different. It's yeah. great for Vermont tourism. It's great for uh, cannabis farms. Any chance that we get the opportunity to bring people in, take the weirdness away. Yes. See the process. How cool is that? I mean, even in a I think that was some of the the neatest things about even the alchemist is you can look in and see see everything. You yes. can see the people moving around, what's going on. Of course, there's some rules. It's got to be from uh, a, a distance. Um, we don't want to you know cross infect our our plants and yeah. you know <clears throat> excuse me. You're not going to be able to go up and grab yeah, onto grab it. nugs and smell and frolic through the fields <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> That's extra. No, uh, <laughs> no, just teasing. Uh, but but you know but. I mean, goodness gracious! I don't think there'd be any better way to to go with a bunch of buddies who uh, who uh, might might be interested, uh, but really want to kind of see what it is. Um, you know, a lot of people say it's it's not rocket science. It's it isn't. It's 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 farming. It's not. I can do it, and I've never ventured into rocket science. Right? I'm not. I'm not the best, but I've seen my 
grow, get better. I've seen, okay, I made this mistake and I can't do that next year and I can't put them in these cups. And if I put them in these cups, I got to crush the cups first. You know, it's always something that you have to do. But the next year, if you've learned from your mistakes, your next year, you're going to get, I'm already saying it like my grow. I know it's going to be successful just because of what I've learned, my flubs that I've made, you know, so it's awesome. Time in the so, game. Yeah, that's it. Well, look, man, check this out. Another question. I like to ask people, like, what do you have going on outside of cannabis? Well, I'm, I'm super lucky. Um, I've, uh, I have an amazingly supportive wife, uh, two um, uh, amazing children. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. We let, we, we somewhat, we, ha- we hang out. It's, yeah. it's, it's cool. Um, but my, Kind of my other passion or, or something that I've just spent almost the majority of my, my life is uh, in the game of soccer. Mm. And, of course, starting out as a, as a, as a player, I just loved it. Uh, you know, for a kid with a ton of energy to be able to run around where a coach couldn't call timeout and give you the business, I thought it was just brilliant. <laughs> and the more energy you had in this particular game, you know, the, the more positive the experience. So um, uh, that... Uh, I you know, got a chance to play in high school and I got a chance to play in college and then tried to, tried to have a professional career and uh, a couple of different times and uh, had very limited success, had a couple of games um, on a very small level, but just loved it. Uh, but learned that, you know, my physical limitations, uh, they were there. It was hard to recover. I'd like to blame it on my body. And, you know, it just, my knees just, they weren't what they used to be. I just, I just, you know, I just wasn't at that level. I was just clear, but I had so much time in the game and loved it so much that I I started uh, going in the direction of coaching at a yeah. at a super young age. And uh, uh, funny enough, I was the youngest coach in the country as a as a collegiate coach at 23 oh, wow. uh, locally here at at Johnson State College, um, where I went to school and actually met my wife. And um, they they gave me a, a chance, um, uh, and I. Uh, I took advantage of it, you know, and the, took the job a couple of couple of days before preseason, and we somehow, with that crew, uh, uh, made it to playoffs. I was super proud of that crew, one of the proudest teams probably of all time for me. We were a ragtag bunch, and then, goodness, the next year, uh, lost in the first round of playoffs. That first year, the next year, we went on a absolute rampage, and I believe we got to the conference final and and did that a couple of times and just had some phenomenal seasons and it really um, it it was unbelievably re- rewarding and and so I tr- I try to get away from the game a lot in my life uh, and chase the dollar and uh, it always just kept kept bringing me back and pulling you back uh, had some time uh, in the high school game uh, locally and and continue to to do that and uh Right around the time my children of the age where they wanted to venture out and and play more soccer, it was uh, it was pretty clear that that their desire was close to me traveling into Chittenden County. Um, so instead of that, we we gathered a bunch of uh, Samantha and I gathered a bunch of uh, professional uh, coaching friends that were just phenomenal human beings and and great people and and wanted to wanted to get involved uh, with the with really the theory that you know, doesn't matter. Your, your ability doesn't matter. And, uh, it doesn't matter if you could pay for it. And so 
that pipe dream, you know, six or seven years ago now has uh, 180 players, uh, U8 through U19. And I'm proud to say we're super competitive um, in our area. And it's uh, uh, probably one of the one of the best feelings uh, that I've ever had in my life. To, That's awesome. To, to, to be a part of not only the community, but the soccer community and, and uh, get a chance to really, really train some some quality people and and be a part of some quality parents and uh <laughs> you know before covid i always had super short hair and you know <laughs> i was a teacher for many years and you know i don't think uh i don't think they would have put i don't think people uh, in in the area would have put uh, uh soccer and cannabis together absolutely not and so um <clears throat> you know I, I i was the closet guy uh right. i was the I was the guy that uh, that got home at night and uh, uh, you know went out and hid and uh, did my thing. And, went to the shed, you know, and, closed uh, the door with the bright lights. Did you close? You just got dark. <laughs> <laughs> Brush my teeth, and you know, and uh, you know, just uh, I found that it was. Uh, I was. I started smoking kind of late in life. It was. Really? I mean, well, which, I mean, which, which... when I say late in life, I guess. Uh, so in college, uh, I kept walking by second semester of my first year. These guys that were down the hall, and uh, both of them were uh, top in their class. It was known that these guys were, you know, one was a you know, physics major, and the other they were just super bright guys. And I remember like two mornings in a row and they always had morning classes and I always had morning classes and it's like seven o'clock and I'm doing my thing. And I look in the room and these guys are pulling tubes at like seven a.m. I'm like, you guys are freaking derelicts. I'm, you know, I don't even know what made, they were older than me. I don't even know what made me sad. I think you're freaking scumbags, you know? And then they're like, get in here. And they shut the door. They're like, you need to chill out. Like we see you, you need to, you know, what are you running around here for? You're all hyped up and intense. What are you doing? I'm like, that's just who I am. They're like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to take a <laughs> yeah. deep breath. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, You're too you. Like, you got to chill out. Good on the soccer field, yeah. bad in the dorms. I'm like, oh, all right. So, uh, I'll, I, yeah, I took a bong hit and I took a, I, I, <laughs> I went to class and took a test and I half-ass studied for it and friggin' aced it. And I, <laughs> when I got it back... I expected the professor to kind of give me the business and he grinned at me and uh, put it on the desk. And I, cause I went in there, my eyes were purple. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I was a wreck. Um, I'm giggling. I'm, you know, my buddies are kind of laughing at me. That's funny. Um, so, uh, uh, and I, you know, it was, it was, it was smoking back then and not edibles. And so, I was I was very conscious of my lungs and and very conscious. Being of, a soccer player, uh, yeah. absolutely. And um, you know, I, I I have to say, the couple times I smoked it when I was in high school, I remember liking it, but I remember I remember not being dumb, but like a little foggy afterwards. Yeah. So I kind of stayed away from it, mm -hmm. and so. You know, uh, I've got a son that's 18 years old. He's a senior in high school. Um, you know, much, much like myself, you know, alcohol really, you know, sure. We just don't like the after effects, if you will. Yeah. And so we've had a lot of conversations uh, about it. And, you know, those are interesting when you're a parent with a child when uh, you don't own a cannabis farm. But when you do own a cannabis farm, you know, there's, there's got to be a lot of education, and so that's the stance that that we take, took, and will continue with anybody that asks. 
you know, the law says 21 and we truly believe that. And That's awesome. Not because of the law so much, but because of how our brains develop. We know that, uh, that our brains don't stop developing until like 25 and 26. And, and uh, you know, again, there's, there's, there's no doubt opening up your mind to, to different things and experimenting different things. Goodness, I can't say, sit here and say I didn't when I was a, when I was a younger person. What I can say is, is too much of anything isn't good, number one. And number two is, if you're feeling like it's affecting you, that's a sign to not. And so, again, Facts, my, yes. my, my two cents is, you know, I know my son will listen to this. Just chill. Just wait. There'll be, yeah. there'll be plenty of times. Um, uh, it's, it's uh, I think there we've focused on the fun part of it for so long. Uh that it'll be so much more important to find out the whole medicinal uh, mm. uh, pieces of this um, and, and how it helps some friends with uh, severe anxiety and who struggle some with, with depression. And uh, it's, it's uh, boy, it is just such a, a, a plant that has so many amazing attributes that it's it's neat to be one of the one of the you know kind of first cultivators in the state and and get a chance to really perfect something. I do. I, I have to say I think of it as medicine. Uh, Absolutely. That's kind of how I I, I approach it. And yeah. um, uh, it's it's neat that we can kind of share it. It's it's funny. I I, <laughs> I mean it's just crazy saying yeah. I own a weed company. <laughs> I say the same thing like it's crazy that I'm sitting absolutely please it's crazy that I'm sitting here being having a podcast talking about cannabis talking about weed and and that's one of the posters I want to get in here is a reefer madness poster just I mean not even a poster just like maybe a sticker a big enough sticker to be Seen because that's how it all started, and now it's kind of just evolved in what it could be, and the the openness to it of you know of what it's what it can yes. turn into. So it's going to be amazing. Hey, before I, I like to in the middle of the podcast, I like to ask the people, the guests that come on, okay. to sticker the table. I oh, see I that, that I asked you, I asked you to bring in some stickers. Yes. So anywhere, anywhere that you want, you can put sticker the table anywhere you want. It's on you. Our friend Lyle came up with just a phenomenal uh, half pot leaf next to the state. I just mm. love that as 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 kind of our kind of two logo go. Yeah. Um, this gentleman, uh, if anybody has any interest in in a creative genius, by all means, get in touch with me, and I'll I'll definitely uh, uh, get you in touch with with this guy. He is just a, a, another level guy um, uh, and came up with, uh, with this for us. And then our, our, just the logo itself, old school. Um, it's old school, <laughs> you know, little cursive letters. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, we're really, we're really proud of it. You know, it's tough to, tough to separate yourself by a name because there's, it's really only about the quality, but we, we, f we figured that it would be a neat spin uh, uh, on kind of just everything. And boy, what a spin! Because I told you what I, for real, old school weed company. Like <laughs> it's awesome. Like it's, I mean, and in with any company, like I, that's the one thing I love about the cannabis community is everything has a meaning. 
Like, there's a reason why you called it Old School Weed Company. Right. There's a reason why he ha- he's called it Emerald Vision. It's a reason why people, Amunana, like, I, his story was amazing and how it's the family. It's like a braided a braided story of the women that comes that he's came from. And it's, it's just an amazing stories. All the stories that just behind it, it really means something. Like, it's great. You know, I mean, the, the passion uh, behind the the legal market is is really cool. You know, a lot of times you you would get something from someone and be like, "Holy cow, that's just blowing me away!" Yeah. Like, where did you, where did you get that? And you know, <laughs> well, you can't tell anybody. You can't nope. tell. No, no, okay. uh, number Look. one, because you didn't do a ton of it, and I want to make sure I got it all for myself. <laughs> and uh, number two, you know, I can't tell you that exactly. Uh, so now we're we're so pumped, you know. We don't have to carry the lawnmower boxes on our head with gallon pots to the middle of nowhere on a moose track. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to, you know, harvested this patch that you've dug up for three years carrying lime on your shoulders exactly. to try to mellow out from the pine. All I mean, it's you know, it's uh, over the years you think of what you did to grow. A pound or two of weed or or maybe a little more uh it's it just is amazing it is it's dope all right people the sticker is down boom that's good thank you so much thank i greatly you. appreciate you stickering the table hey throw another one on there you got to put one on this side too okay, perfect you know what i'm saying yeah but i'm just glad that there's people like you in the community who you're so down to earth, Brian. Like, I think you're one of the most amazing humans that I've ever encountered. Like, the energy you have and the the knowledge, how warm. I've, I wasn't, for, like I told you, I wasn't for sure if I was at the right spot. And when you came out and was like, how you doing? And I was like, and, and, and how you doing? And he had his arms reached out because they can't see that yet. But. I hugged him and then he was like, come on in. And we sat down and we talked. We got to know each other and and it was just awesome. And then for you to just not be a, a, a cannabis grower, you're also connected to the community in other aspects. You deal with children and the growth of children and the 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 being I feel like being a, a coach, a lot of those rules that you were taught by a coach transfer over into life and so for you to be contributing your knowledge and things like that it's just amazing man thank you i'm humbled by uh children and the effort that they put forth toward things that they enjoy uh and and desire and to be able to kind of not harness it uh or or control it, but maybe just guide it and let them know that, you know, there's a right way to win and there's mm-hmm. a right way to lose. And mm-hmm. there's, you know, if you look at a loss as something bad, you know, that's that then then losses hurt. But if you look at losses as as we even talked earlier, as just a learning platform, yeah. great. Okay, that didn't work. <laughs> you know, um, whether it be uh, it, you know, in your ability to to get over your next individual hurdle as a teammate or just to try to have a different mindset toward something as simple as being successful or what you think is being successful. Yeah. You know, if, 
if anything in my life has taught me, especially 40s to 50s, is you really, you know, stop searching and start manifesting. Mm. Maybe that's the best thing I could say is, man, I searched. I searched. I chased the dollar. I chased what I thought was the best things. And then when I just refocused, when I just kind of refocused on that family element and what makes me happy and you know, lots of people told me it was bad ideas or you can't do this or can't do that. Ignore them. They, that's okay. Like, everybody's going to say that. Um, you know, just, just keep going forward. You know, I, you know, here I humbly, humbly sit in front of you after like seven or eight years ago, knowing that there was a, there was something else out there and I wasn't sure what it was, but I figured it might as well push it in this direction. You did a wonderful job. Well, I hope it's just the beginning. I appreciate oh, it's that. just, I'm telling you, man, it's, there's no way that it ends here, especially with where the community is going. And this ain't the last time I'm going to have you on the show. So Great. what I, what my plan is to, with the growth of this show is to bring people on after I've ran through the majority or interview, not ran through, but uh, interviewed the majority of the growers. And then we're going to circle back and we're going to do very it one cool. more time oh, because cool. that's the one thing I know about business. If you're conducting business properly, your business should grow. You should have business ideas. And and one of the things that I think is was like one of the business things that I think is so cool is we spoke about Cannabis Collective, how... Yes. I remember I was like, man, when I was when when edibles and things, I was starting to find out. It's like, man, it'd be cool if you could put it in a drink. And it was like, you'll never be able to put it in water. You know what I'm saying? You'll never mm-hmm. be able to put it in a drink. And I'm like, now, you know, you got the can of seltzer. Right. You know, Chris Chabot's beverage that's a a a, a drink and then they have the elixirs where you can just put it in your drink. You know what I'm saying? So with the things that they said can never be done, they're starting to happen in this realm of, of the community. So it's just, and it's also to be a part of it and see it grow and know the, 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 the good aspects of it. So you're, you're, you're a visionary because I think the social aspect of, of this plant, um, once it, once it takes effect, and that's what's going to be, you know, that's the next piece that's going to be very interesting in, in how how states lay it out. I know they're experimenting in Illinois uh, on on social clubs, you know. You know, we're a small. Like we're, lounges, right? Like lounges, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to check that out. I mean, there, there's, I've, there's some really cool things going on, you know. But again, you know, you get... I don't know, you know, what kind of lounge is it? Is it so, is it one of these places? I, I don't know if you're going to be able to walk in and see a professional from our small little area pulling tubes and whacking, you know, dabs. The, uh, yeah, cleaning <laughs> cleaning uh, tubes to set them up for the next person. How you doing? What you looking for? You know, I, I, or is it like a, a bar type of, I mean, I'm not sure, but yeah. I think that's super exciting. And to hey, think, let's go to Illinois and be a part of it. I would love just to. Just for like three months. <laughs> just just disappear. Just to, just to breathe it in. Yeah, just, and then we. We've been away and we've came back with knowledge, <laughs> you know. I like the three-month idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just me and you. Don't tell our wives. Let's let's wake up in like three in the morning. We got to take, oh, we got dogs. Let's take our dogs out. They, perfect. Them, and boom, we can take them out and we can leave. Meet up somewhere, fly to Illinois, 
throw our, we leave our phones in the airport. We'll buy new Take new a phones. Van. We'll bring a bunch of grass. <laughs> oh yeah, we're not flying. Let's drive. Oh yeah, let me show you what we got. <laughs> See, that's why that's why I need you, man. You got the good ideas. <laughs> Big dangerous. Yeah, Big I know, dangerous. right? Well, look, man, Brian. Thank you so much. Like, I greatly appreciate you coming up, being on the show, and just giving your your knowledge and you know what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, man. I feel like I'm blessed to be here. I feel like I'm on the ground floor with you on something amazing. I think uh, I think you are a very kind soul with a lot to give, and I'm I'm excited to see where your career in this <laughs> funky business goes to. Because I got a feeling, uh, in, a, in a very short amount of time, you know, you're 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 blasting off. This is a, an unbelievably cool setup. I can't believe. I mean. So super pro, like Thank super you, pro. I I appreciate this opportunity to to let me uh, to let me talk about the farm and 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 Samantha and the family. Really, Absolutely. thank you. Yeah, Samantha, she's so cool. It was funny when we was over there talking. You and Dre was talking, and we was talking, and we was like making little jokes, and y'all was over there <laughs> laughing. I'm like, man, it's just a a warm place to be. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we feel like you know that that vibe really makes the plants grow. Plants yeah. grow well. It's uh. Uh, you know, not to hippie out, but the energy, you know, the energy no, no, no. is it's... the energy. Um, and yeah, Hi it's... hippie out. This is the place for it. <laughs> yeah, that's for that is because right. I told you from the jump, your energy, man, like you just a just a great individual. I appreciate you. So look, you. tell them, tell them, tell the people, you know what I'm saying, where to find you online. We're we're really uh, we're we're pumped to have a, a web page, old school weed company, um, and a gentleman by the name of Matt Gianni works with us. His info is on the web page. He just does a really great job. Um, we've got an Instagram page uh, at Old School Weed Company as well, and it, it tells a little bit about the uh, about the story and. Uh, but some really, you know, great photos and it kind of gives you uh, an, an outline of kind of explains like deprivation on the website and kind of yeah. what it is that we aim to do yeah. in that direction. Yeah. Old school weed company. School Y'all go weed. find them on Instagram. <laughs> Brian, once again. Chris. Thank, thank you. you, man. It's been great. And you can find me on Instagram, Canisations Podcast. This is Canisations with Chris. Brian, once again, for the millionth time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank y'all for listening. Thanks, everybody. Tune in for another episode. And y'all stay blazing and stay amazing, baby. You like that shit? I love you. You like that shit? I do love that. (laughs) Hey, man. Thank you, man. Thank you.